Not-So-Fantasy Football, a loser's guide to FBL with Rob and Yanis. Welcome, fantasy players. How are you? It's Not-So-Fantasy Football on Uzo Radio. I am Rob, and this is... Yanis. And uh, we are within a very busy week. Yeah, indeed. Game week is like only... 13 that is finished. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of... Because Game of week 13 is, is finishing as we speak. With Man United playing the second half against Sheffield, currently 2-1. So as you listen to this, you will know the final score. And uh, yeah, it sounds a bit like you're on on the ghost at the minute, Yanis. Is it? Are you, have you shocked that I've beaten you by two points in this game week? Is this is that sort of stun it for you? I think it is. I think it is. I <laughs> I can't handle it. Yanis sent me a text at sixty minutes to say you've won. Targets got his clean sheet, and I know exactly why he did it because if he says it, he feels like if he says it, then it's going to cancel it out. And I was like, don't jinx it. He was like. That's exactly my plan. <laughs> so I know your games, man. I know your the, games. The um, fact that you thought about it means that you know this tactic and you would follow it. Uh, I I follow it, yeah, when it comes from you. It's not something I'd ever stoop to. I'm, I'm very, you know, above board when it comes to the uh, to winning games. <laughs> Fair play and... <laughs> well, we try, don't we? Um, this is some lovely play for Man United. Oh, and there's a third goal. There you go. Rashford sweeps it in, Marshall assist, and we are currently enjoying life. Um, yeah, wow. So, what we talked about? What are we talking about today? Yes, we've had some pretty immediate news that has come through as the game about two hours before the game we kicked off. Um, with the news of the blanks and double game weeks. So we're going to quickly run you through those uh, points. We're going to quickly round up what our teams have done and how well they have done. Um, we're going to polish off the watchlist battles that we posted on Twitter uh, for all of you guys following the Twitter page. Um, and I think it was posted in the podcast blurb as well. Um, and we're going to choose our new, uh, new watchlist battles Potentially on this podcast, if we run out of time, we'll do that on the Twitter again. And then we have a quick reveal as to what we plan to do for game week 14. How's that sound, Yanis? Exactly. That's the plan. You're the organised yeah. guy between the <laughs> two of us. So, as you started, you said about the double game weeks and uh, the news yeah. that we've got. So, yeah. um, I think that whoever is kind of familiar with the FPL is following Ben Krellin. Yeah. And uh, we've got those really nice charts explaining on how things will evolve. Beautiful. Uh, it is quite clear now. We do have a, a half game week 18 with only yeah. 10, uh, 10 teams playing, five fixtures. Yeah, it's a big one. And the remaining, uh, the other five fixtures, are moved to mm. game week 19, which means that those 10 teams are going to play twice mm -hmm. for game week 19, FPL-wise, of course. Yeah. So this leads into a few options that would be good to follow 
in order to gain more from the FPL points. Indeed. So we we know for sure that um, wildcard has to be used by game week 16, which is only uh -huh. two and three weeks before that. Yeah, so the 28th. At one thirty, I think, is the Game Week 16 kickoff. Exactly. So, yeah, just after Boxing Day. Which means that it would make sense if you start planning your uh, wildcard based on the fixtures that will follow, and mostly for Game Week 19. Yes. There's a chance, though, that you might have already used your wildcard. Which... You have a couple makes it a bit more complicated. People who have fallen by the wayside need some good Samaritans to pick them up. Exactly. Uh, and yeah, we are your good Samaritans. That's what we're going to do. What, <laughs> there's, there's this uh, idea, some people are saying that it is possible that you can use your second wildcard on game week 17. I would not advise that. Because risky, I think there will business. be, they, yeah, you, it means that you will stick to your team up until mm -hmm. game week 38. So there's yeah. nothing you can do to change it. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a very big risk, and I don't think it's worth it for just one double game week. And also, there is a very high potential, potential for another double game week in game week 29, by the looks of it. Apparently, four, potentially up to four matches will be rescheduled for game week 29. So, effectively, from game week 20 onwards, we want to be preparing for the blank game week 28, or the time around there, by transferring the players out. And then when we get to game week 28, having a team that plays completely, and then when we get to game week 29, wildcarding into a brand new team. that For the remaining has 10. Weeks. So that's why I would recommend saving that wildcard. Because if you've used your chips already, you're going to struggle either now or later. And... You know, you can make it easier for yourself by not struggling now, but you will struggle later, and, and that might be the time where you can make the differences. And you know, if you've already been a bit too hasty with your shots and fired them a little bit too early, it might be better to just uh, you know switch your tactics for this time and uh, fight your way through this one. The main chips you are going to be looking at in order of importance are wild card, obviously for the people that still have their first wildcard intact, is the most important. The people that have no first wildcard but a free hit chip intact is also a very important thing um, because you can either free hit in 18 to get all of the teams that are playing in 18 and maximise those, or if you already have those players and want to keep those players in, every single player from 18 will play in 19. So it might be that you want to max it might be that you have a lot of 18s and you want to keep them. So your Kane and your Son and your Kevin De Bruyne's, you know, you've got six players there that you might want to keep. Shall we mention the teams for game week 18 so that we have this idea? We've got so far Sheffield United, Newcastle, Wolves yeah. Everton, Man City Brighton, Aston Villa Spurs and Arsenal Crystal Palace. So these are the 10 teams 
that have a fixture in game week uh, 18. So you would yeah. supposedly need 11 or 12 or 13, yeah, of them. Which could be very easy. Villa, Villa are players people want to keep a hold of. Everton are players, Calvert-Lewin, you can get, you know, the two players from Spurs, maybe a third defender, your Man City players. Man City. So you can, you can comfortably use your free hit in double game week 19 to get the Liverpool players and to maximise those. Um, or, Which will naturally worst case scenario. Yeah, sorry. Just to yeah. mention for the for game week nineteen, uh, that the extra games um, that didn't happen in game week eighteen is the the West Ham, uh, um, West Brom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then it's Burn. Leicester, Chelsea, Leeds, Southampton, Fulham, Man United, and Liverpool, Burnley. Oh, yeah. So these teams will have double fixture, which means again mm -hmm. that you will probably have Man United, Liverpool players, probably Leeds and Southampton ones, Chelsea Leeds ones for good. sure, Chelsea, Leicester maybe, West Ham possibly. Yeah, Leicester's are a little bit harder. I think the main five. Uh, Chelsea, Liverpool for your premiums and for your cheaper options to fill the benches and things like that. Southampton, Leeds, and West Ham uh, are the main things. Leicester, and United you know, as well. And United, United, you'd want Fernandez. Leicester, you'd want maybe Vardy, maybe a defender. Um, and then, if in fairness, you you probably want a Spurs player and a City player because they have a very good picture of that week actually yeah, uh, Spurs is playing Sheffield United so yeah. I don't think it's a bad one and Man City is playing Crystal Palace so sometimes we have to be careful with double game weeks because there are times that players who play one fixture in a double game week get more points than players who play two yeah so don't completely forget about that because you might have a cane against Sheffield United, who scores twice and gives an, and has an assist, and suddenly he's more than yeah. um, Salah, who scores once in each game. Let's say, yeah. It, it, it's of course this is the, the the nature of of the game, but in my opinion, what I'm planning actually to do. So it's it's a very personal thing, and it depends on how you structure your team, what. It's mostly how you treat your players who are not the premium ones, in my opinion. If you want to have yeah. a big bench, if you want to have players who don't play at all, and but they're cheap and they allow you to get more premium. So it, it's a personal matter. In my opinion, what I will do, actually, of course I will wildcard in Game Week 16. I'm planning on uh, free hit in 18. Mm -hmm. And then uh, continue with the team that I have already built from 16 yeah. to 19. That's what I'm intending to do. I haven't given mm -hmm. it a lot of thought because this mm -hmm. week has been very difficult with all the things happening every day. So yeah. probably after Monday, when, we'll, when we're done with game week 14, I will start yeah. thinking of how to plan my wildcard two weeks later. Yeah. I'm. Are you thinking of bench boosting, or are you thinking of um, triple captaining in nineteen? 
or are you going to save one of them? Which well, we've got a question. Own. We've got a question regarding that from Thibos. Cool. And I strongly believe that in such a, a game week, um, a bench boost is necessary instead of a triple captain. And I will explain why, because the question mm -hmm. actually is sticking more onto why. Uh, a bench boost needs um, five players, five playing players, uh, four, sorry, uh, from your bench. Which means that you might have very cheap ones who will play twice. So a successful bench boost would be, I assume, if you have more than um, 16 points from your mm -hmm. bench, which means that yeah. all four players have played twice and have gotten mm -hmm. at least two points in each game. So yeah. 16 adding to your main team is okay. If you go more than yeah. that, then it's perfect. Exactly. A triple captain is different because you only need one player to have good fixtures. And there will be double game weeks for one team or for, I mean, for a couple of teams. We, you don't need 10 of them to play twice. So we might have a Liverpool game, uh, a Liverpool postponed or playing twice so you can have a Salah playing a Wednesday and a Saturday and triple captain him. You don't need to have yeah. all 10 teams there. Yeah. That's why I believe that a bench boost is much more effective at this moment. Plus, the two fixtures that I would imagine that you would um, triple captain a Man United player or a Bruno or Salah maybe or Salah. KDB maybe. So the problem is that in during this game week, this double game week, Liverpool is playing Man United. And the other games is Fulham Man United and Liverpool Burnley, which are okay. But would you want necessarily to triple captain Salah against Man United or Bruno against Liverpool? I'm I'm not that sure. If he can score against Spurs, if he can score against that low block from Spurs, that boy can score against any team. That you is know. True. <laughs> But still, you know what I mean, that if you want to triple captain in a double game week, you probably want both fixtures to be relatively high scoring for your player. Uh, there again, on the flip side, this is just because we want to provide a fence for us to sit on as a podcast, because if we made a good decision, then as a podcast, we <laughs> we wouldn't be, we would be a decent podcast, I think, so we're, we're aiming to be not so fancy football. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so... Yeah, as a, a bench boost, if you're bench boosting in 19, you have to have, a, you have to have three, well, four, 4.5ers at least on your bench for what is probably going to be about 10, maybe 15 game weeks, because you don't want to be wasting transfers, transferring Charlie Taylor out for Vladimir Sufal in game week 16 in game week, you know these game weeks you're going to really want i think 26 is a big one because you, you were going from game week 15 16 to game week 29 is the next one so you, 13 game weeks where you've got 4.5s on your bench and you might want to transfer in your mitchell 
or you know someone that is going to enable you to they're not even going to play the lowest players you know Douglas you know Bernardo or someone like that is one of the lowest players price players you might want to have one of those on your bench for the next god knows however many game weeks and then do your bench boost in something like game week 29 the difficulty is you have to wildcard in 29 and you cannot play two chips at the same time in the same game week so you can't play a wildcard and a triple cap and a triple captain or a wildcard and a bench boost so there's the problem really um what I, I propose for that, because I've been doing it, is trying mm -hmm. to roll a transfer during one week and then have try yeah. two and yeah. uh, downgrading a tailor into a 3.9 defender and upgrading yeah. your midfielder or something like that. Exactly. Now, also, we don't recommend having no playing players on your bench because it is COVID times and it is a COVID season. So we've always said you want two playing goalkeepers, which proved us right when the Aston Villa game was uh, cancelled and we've always said that actually you want at least a, a decent half decent player on your bench so you know having a Vladimir Sufel on your bench is going to pay dividends for you in the long run I personally believe I'd rather have a couple cheaper premiums or a couple of cheaper um, budgets and not have uh, a playing bench so I do plan to bench boost in uh, 19, but I don't think triple captaining while in um, 19 is going to be a bad decision whatsoever because I think Salah will return uh, a very good number of points. What it does as a double game week, what it does is it raises the floor that players are going to score. So every single player, in theory, if they don't get a yellow card, or if they don't get a um, red card or own goal or a bad point, they will get a return you know Kevin De Bruyne scored four points this week and we're all hanging on to that and saying that's a return and hoping that Bruno doesn't score right now um so every player in theory returns no matter just for playing 90 minutes that's what it's all about for those players that haven't got either what do you recommend Janice that haven't got either you mean either bench boost or no sorry this is going back to free hits and wild card Free hit and wild card. So for those who have already used the wild card, yeah, I mean, uh, and uh, don't have a free hit. Okay, so yeah, sorry guys, it's it's tough for you, but you still have time. It's not that that it's next game week. We've got yeah. uh, is it 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, five game weeks up until the the half one and six yeah. up until the big one so if you start planning you get five free transfers till then exactly so you really want to be making sure that you've got the best players that you can from 18 so you want the Kate Masson and the De Bruyne that will also return for you in 19 but you also have the ability to have a couple of 19s players a on your bench or b even in your starting lineup so i would rather play with nine players in 18 um you know nine outfielders yes and then maximize returns in 19 so having a couple of west ham players suchek sufal or you know um haller or antonio or whatever i'd rather have those players not even playing at 18 and sacrificing a couple of two pointers or a couple of however many pointers 
and then getting a double game week in 19 than I would an entire playing team on 18 and then only two double game weekers for 19. Yeah, that's a good that's a good plan. I agree. Uh, but I don't know if there are lots of them who don't have either. So a f- there's one very important. Do you, is it is Hector Hector has Hector played wild card? Yeah. Oh, he's played Hector. a wild card. You're right, I mean, and he's pre hitted in. I my recommendation for Hector would be to hold that wild card, the second wild card for game week twenty nine. Yes, and not use yeah, it no. now. You mean? Yeah, we know it's going to happen. Um, and to use these five travelers to prepare by getting in a couple of double game weakers, making sure you've got Slowly double game weakers. Then. And you can find the yeah. entering points. I mean, we can we can even do that as um, some suggestions for the yeah. for next week. Uh, some yeah. entry points for players who might be useful for those two weeks. Mm-hmm. Meaning that if you want a couple of West Ham players, when is it best to get them? Yeah, I, I can't think of it at the top of my head right I've now. Got a, I've got it. I've got it up here somewhere. Okay. Somewhere. I've got it up about six different times. Okay, uh, I've got on my wild card. I think I've got Antonio coming in. Potentially, this is for the Southampton game in game week sixteen. Yes. Um. It's going to be Antonio, but it could be it could be your Stufal, it could be your Suchak um, coming in in game week sixteen. Then they've got two okay games, then a blank, then Burnley West Brom. I wouldn't so mind fifteen as well, to be honest, because they're playing against Brighton. Yeah. Um, so yeah, true. West Ham yeah. is a good team to get players from for game week nineteen. Yeah. Burnley is also a good team. They've got Leeds, Sheffield United, Fulham, and a blank, and then West Ham and Liverpool uh, in the double. I think personally, they defend well. You've got a De Bruyne. You probably do have. And I you've mean, got to have Son, who's got Wolves, Fulham, Leeds, Villa, Sheffield, which for five teams, you know, is a great run. Kane's also got the same run. Um, yeah, I think they're the players you've got to look for. Burnley's got a fantastic run of fixtures up until really that, up until Liverpool. Um, yeah, it's it's ridiculous for the for the clean sheets. It's it's so promising. They've got yeah. Wolves now. You said yeah. You said Leeds, uh, Sheffield, Sheffield United, Fulham, Fulham. and uh, the Ham, blank, Liverpool. and then West Ham and Liverpool. It, it's it's yeah. really good to target. A couple of defenders, definitely, which are Leeds so are cheap. Good as well, Leeds have got uh, Burnley, West Brom, Tottenham, which is going to be a struggle, and then Brighton and Southampton, which are both susceptible to conceding goals at the back. So Bamford and uh, Klich and those players, very Harrison. important. Yes. So yeah. Good. This, this. I think this is a good first step for this yeah, update that we had. We definitely will be talking more about it, especially when we start analysing our thoughts on our, our wild cards 
and how yeah. we intend to proceed. I was I was doing a very quick a draft um, earlier, and it's funny. I'm so happy with my team. I would only change like four players out of the fourteen. Exactly. Which exactly. is good. Just, I mean, it feels good. I really want to change a keeper, but both of my keepers have really good fixtures for the mm. double game week. And, you know, Leeds and Southampton keeper, like they're both doing really well. But I really want I really want a playing defender because I think these defenders from these teams are doing really good as well. So I just don't know if it's worth transferring out to Sam Johnston. Uh, just to have a terrible keeper who's going to be, you know... You don't need his defence. Big Sam coming in could be could be the time to get Sam Johnson in. Who knows? Do you think Sam Johnson more than Areola? Because... Areola's a little bit more expensive, isn't he? I think he, is he five? Oh, you want, you want something quite cheap. That's what you mean. That's what you mean. I don't want to pay more. Okay, I see. Because I'm thinking a lot of Martinez and Pope as a almost premium goalkeeper. Mendy? Mendy is similar price to Pope, and he's... Yes, but you will have defenders from Chelsea. Anyway, this True. is another topic. I think we should yeah. just go to the um, Game Week 13 results. Just um, as a note, I'm planning on uh, wildcarding in 15, just because... I want a little bit more time to... Oh, no, he's only 4.5 from Ariola. Good call. Um, I'm, yeah, wildcarding in 15, because then I can um, have a little bit more time to make my wildcard choice. I've got a week span to use it in, and there's no rush over Christmas. You know, I can just take it easy. That makes sense, but I've got a different strategy. Uh, mm -hmm. The transfer I made last week, which was kind of a... At the heat of the moment, when I sold, mm -hmm. um, what did I sell? I sold uh, Bruno to get oh, yeah. to get De Bruyne. Which it looks like a good move. It doesn't look that bad at the moment, but I will jinx it because, like, in fifteen minutes, you yeah. never know what Bruno can do. Uh, yeah. But the plan is that I want to roll a transfer during this week. And the shocking thing is that for game week 14, uh, I, I, for game week 15, I'm going to have two transfers. So my plan is to downgrade Kane to a DCL because DCL has a pretty good fixture. For one game week? Because it's the one before the wild card. Yeah, okay. And then upgrade Grealish to Salah, just for that game game week. Okay. <laughs> because um, I want, I mean, I don't mind losing Kane just for one game, which is going to be the, okay. the Wolves one away. It's a tight one. I'm not that, I, I want him for the Fulham one, of course, the one that comes yeah. after. And uh, Grealish, again, I don't mind not having him um, against Crystal Palace. Yeah. So I yeah. probably prefer to have Salah against West Brom. Definitely. And uh, DCL, which I'm now trying to find out 
who he's playing against, but I remember it was a good one. Uh, and it is Sheffield United. Yeah, fair. So Did I you might be... So did you say a week earlier, just so you don't have to worry about rolling transfers? No, I don't want him against Arsenal. Okay, fair. And I prefer Kane against Leicester. Okay. Because he's yeah. got this amazing tradition on scoring against them. So Great against Leicester, yeah. He has blanked th- in the last week, which was the first blank in a long while. Yes. And I think I can do without Bruno until the wild card. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I was thinking those three game weeks, 13, 14, 15, as a very short planning thing. Yeah. Because then I'm going to completely go back to what I wanted to do. Yeah, and for some reason, um, I'm still okay with KDB because I want him against Newcastle, and Southampton is not a bad fixture away for him. Although Southampton yeah. is a good team, I think that he might have some space. He might have the opportunities. His players, his his team players, to to actually score. <laughs> yeah, true. Point. They're gonna play, aren't they? Um, so yeah, the idea was to get another premium at the midfield, and uh, the only choice was to go Grealish to Salah and having to downgrade Kane. So this is cool. my plan for the next two game weeks. It's kind of yeah. sorted out, unless something really bad happens and changes the plan. But in a way, I, I should. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you're basically acting like Leeds manager now, aren't you? By uh, a local, by basically exactly. giving your everything plans weeks in advance. This is crazy, Yanis. It's the first time that I'm planning in advance. <laughs> My plan is because of the wild card. I'm I'm going to anticipate a player that will be highly picked on the wild card and hope I catch them before price rises, so that my wild card has a higher price to use, so that I can do more things with my money on my wild card. So I'm going to get Justin out and Reese James in for the time being, because I wouldn't be surprised if Justin starts to lose value as Leicester starts bringing Ricardo Pereira, and Bruno Fernandes has come off for two points, Success, guys. Uh, Donny van der Beek on. So, yeah. Um, and Reese James, I think, is going to rise in price so much so that I can't get him in on my wild card if he keeps going. Because Chelsea have a double fixture. I think he's a guy that I want in my team. He's the cheapest member of that Chelsea defence. So, then wild card in 15. Um, I've got a week to plan that, and I'm not going to be rushed in game week 16 when I've got 24 hours or 48 hours. But, sorry, just wanted to check... So you you will get Reese James when now or at the, the last fourteen, moment? and you're not afraid of the rotation that might happen during the three games yeah, in a row. Nah, he's played the last two. He's the confirmed left back, right back. Okay, he is. Maybe he's not. But at some point, then I've got the I've got the defenders to back him up. Really. Okay, good. I don't want to play Justin against Spurs. Yeah, that's that's. So, Already answered the question. So, how did you do? I did well. I mean, when you captain KDB and he kind of blanks, because let's be honest, he did blank. He returned returned with an assist and a yellow card. That's what I read. (laughs) 
That's the amount of points he got. So that's what that I is made. true. That is true. It was a bit crazy. Those two points at the end were kind of like the cherry on top of of a he really was, tasteless he cake. Was so far down the bonus points, when I checked, about sixty-five minutes, I was like, "This is ridiculous." And then at the end of the game, I checked, and he gone up to the second position, and I was blown away. He he played like a madman in that last, you know, twenty odd minutes. He was making passes left, right, and centre. He was like ten. And the next player, the players who were in the lead were on like 30. Like, it was ridiculous. Yes, so I would consider this game week a success because I was, I was aiming for more with him having mm -hmm. a hold or something. But it started off really well with Chilwell and Podense, who is my saviour in this game. Podenza, the joke of our the joke of our podcast, who yes. is coming up trumps with bonus points so constantly. So five points from Chilwell, which is perfectly yeah. fine. I mean, okay, he's a premium, but I don't mind. He's he's yeah. been returning constantly for me. Uh, the yeah. two he had two blanks uh, earlier, but from the moment I got him, I think he's got like eight, seven, eight. Uh, was he against Burnley as well? Another clean sheet, I think. He's he's returned yeah. a lot for me. So, Chilwell 5, Pedenza 9. I think I've got all his points so far for Pedenza. I've never had him on my bench. And all 53 points have been in my team, which is feels so good. No, probably no. I don't have his 6 points against Sheffield United because I got him against Man City. And I remember... Uh, and then um, the Man City game destroyed my day, and it was it was this combination, KDB you, almost blanking, getting Sir Sterling. And yes, I, as Sterling assisted. I assisted, thought, yeah. He didn't so get that much though, to be honest. No, it wasn't like if he had scored like a hat trick, I would be devastated. But the yeah. problem was with Diaz that killed me that yeah, killed true. me because that could have been a six point and it was an unlucky sheet. own goal as well it was a really unlucky yes. own goal because it wasn't even like he put it you know it was a ricochet and that's <laughs> that unfair so that was something i was not feeling good about and i was thinking that oh my god salah is gonna return crazy bruno is gonna return crazy and i'm left with Eight points from two Man City players, yeah. uh, and the one is a captain. <laughs> uh, but then things went well with my two attackers, who are set and forget. Che yes, Adams indeed. And Bamford. I mean, <laughs> in a five-goal attack, you would expect a bit more from Bamford, but I can't be. I can't say anything. He's returned we'll come again. Battles later. I have no idea how, of the five-man attack, I picked the one player that scored z uh, the blanks. I can't believe from a five men in a five-man five goals in a five-man attack, I scored the one player that got two. two you even had the two wing-back score, and he didn't even get points. Yeah. You even had Dallas and Alioski scoring, and ah, he got one. Sorry, he got one. Yeah, because he had a yellow card. Hernandez, Harrison, uh, 
Bamford, Rodrigo, all returned, all returned. Since you mentioned Hernandez, what's your feeling about him coming back? I mean, he played eight minutes and got seven points. So, and he got 27 bonus points in eight minutes. Two assists, wasn't it? Um, uh, Yeah, I think so, yeah. Two assists. He's the playmaker. He's He's their guy. He has been the guy for three years now. He was good in that Liverpool game when he first started, but he, you know, had the injury, so he's been out. But no, I think he's he's decent. I think his price point's too high. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, no, what a player, and he he makes Bamford and those other look Harrison so much better. Better, yeah. And Harrison, I think even the um, the sides, he he knows when to go. To pass at which side, and yeah, I, I really like him. So, just yeah. to finish up with the team, um, I had Robertson get the assist, which was a bit painful, but the only consolation was his five points. And uh, Son, who was my vice captain, had nine points. I was now wishing that KDB didn't play, <laughs> and Kane blanked, as we said. And the yeah. the fortunate thing was that Ryan didn't play. I mean, if he did play, he probably would have gotten a clean sheet. I don't know. So McCarthy is getting in uh, for him. So I've got three points coming from my bench. I don't okay, have Taylor's yeah. points, though, who's second in my bench. But I'll do with that. I'm fine. Cool. I'll run through quickly. Uh, Meslier... Stayed on the pitch for me, and even though they won 5-2, Meslier only got one point, very upset. Um, my defenders pull in all the points, which I'm happy with. Target got me six points. Sufal got me eight points with a, a goal and a bonus, uh, an assist and a bonus. McGoldrick's um, just scored, that's right, a goal. 3-2. Uh, and Robertson's painful assist. Um De Bruyne returned for me, obviously, with the uh, assist in the other card. Salah, points. Son, points. Greenish got, has got three points, which is a bit annoying. Uh, but I'm happy that he didn't... Uh, I'm, you know, I'm happy that um, I got the points from Target for a clean sheet, at least. Uh, Werner, looking like a problem, got me only two points. Welbeck got me two points with a goal disallowed, which I was very annoyed about. Um, but it was a fair... Fair result. And then Bamford getting me the six-point return. So, altogether, 57 points, which puts me in second place in our league for points scored this game week. Not for overall points scored, because I think I'm in third for that. Um, But, yeah, happy. Happy with how it's gone. Green Arrow, for sure. Green Arrow this game week, which I'm Mm -hmm. happy with. Where are you roughly now? Uh, I think I'm going up to about 500,000. That's great. That's great. Would you, yeah, it's not not as big a move as not as as big as I was hoping for a couple of weeks ago. But actually, it's all about the long game. You know, I saw a report from a guy called As FPL As or FPL Scout As, who posted in game week eleven last season that he was two point five million, and in game by the end of the season he got to like four thousand. So you know. It's a long season. Consistency is getting, very important. It's not about getting big hauls and middle hauls. It's about getting good average hauls. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
That's yeah, green arrows is what you what you want. And mm -hmm. uh, to be honest, that was my main concern because of, of this move. Remember, we were talking about the KDB thing. Uh, mm -hmm. Since it's a green arrow, I'm fine and uh, we'll yeah. move on. We won't be the most transfer. We won't be the most captain player in Kevin De Bruyne. No, I think Bruno was actually the most captain player um, overall. But the most captain player in the top top thousand, I think, was uh, KDB. Uh, you know, we, we made a good choice. Uh, the thing is, you can't look back on your choices and say, "I can't believe that didn't work." What we did was we thought the West Brom were a better team than Man United than. Um, than Sheffield United in terms of they're a better to play against, um, not they're a better team, I think they're quite equal. Um, we thought that Man City were a better team than Man United. We thought that Kevin De Bruyne was a better player, uh, was more influential. And yeah, those are the grounds that we made our decision on. And to be honest, uh, what what is happening with Man City this year is crazy because they've been scored, yeah. they scored, uh, I think it's 18 goals out of 12 games yeah. five of which is against Burnley yeah so we're talking about 13 out of 11 it's crazy yeah they had 36 that time last year if you think about I, it I think um, people got Pep wrong and people have been getting Pep wrong for a long time Pep isn't an attacking manager Pep is a defensive manager and I think that's where people were getting him wrong actually I think Pep would be brilliant at Burnley. <laughs> no, that's a joke. Uh, Pep is a defensive-minded manager whose teams are so sure in the defence, they can fly forwards and attack with ease. You know, they've got some good systems, but the, the defence is where he, he makes his mark. And what we're seeing in this season is a decent defence, but not a good attack. And... Uh, I don't think Pep knows what to do at the minute. So I think he needs Aguero back, but he can't play, you know, without a striker at the minute. So, yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's, it's bad planning surprised. as well, because he didn't make sure that David Silva's uh, absence would be covered. And uh, starting the season with Aguero being... In, from injury, injury. and uh, yeah. Jesus as well. Oh, that was a good save. I, I'm, yeah, I'm no. watching with delay, apparently, because I saw you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, well, look, if you look at City when Sterling joined, they had Balotelli, Zeko, Aguero, and uh, Tevez. Okay, that wasn't when Sterling joined, but that was, that was City when they won the league the first time you know they had those players they have four world-class strikers all four were fantastic so they've only got two and I know they don't play with two up front and football's changed but when both of them are injured they have no one else to turn to yeah and they've got the cash to just have some random bloke like you know Chris Wood or someone just sitting on their bench um but they've not done that. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see. It's an interesting style that, he's, that Pep's going with. And it's interesting to see how he comes through this. Because he's been offered a two-year contract, a new contract, so he's not going to resign. Or he's not going to leave or get sacked. So, we'll see what happens. On the other hand, 
couple of other managers might looking looking at being sacked. And we've just had the first sacking of the season, which was that one by Fivos. Did he bet that Slavon Bilic would be sacked first, or was was there no official bet on that? Oh, I don't remember that. Someone someone bet that. Uh, Is it a three three? And is it three three? Did Sheffield just? Or did I it's, get a very late... I'm on 92 minutes and 30 seconds and I've got nothing, so... Okay. <laughs> we can cross our fingers, right? Um, but yeah, I think this whole rinse-repeat of having a progressive manager in the Championship, playing progressive football, getting the fans on side, getting into the Premier League, progressive football doesn't work, sack manager, get tactician in that, you know... Get Sam Allardyce in. This whole rinse repeat. I tweeted it, retweeted it earlier on today, and then you know the fans fall out of love with the football because they're not playing nice football. Uh, the results stop coming in. They get demoted. They sack the manager. They get a flair manager in again in the championship. I think this whole rinse repeat is a terrible system. I've still got a three two, um, but yeah, I think it's mad. That that's what teams do, and I think West Brom were mad to slap, sack Slavin because I think Slavin got a result at Man City, which is better than most teams have done this year. And, yeah, it's just very silly to do. I agree. What about, uh, what about going forwards? So, You've told us your transfers. I told you, I yes. Told you I'm not... I'm, I'm rolling a transfer, so I'm, I'm not doing anything until uh, next week. Mm-hmm. So the, um, the idea of how to play next week is... Mm-hmm. Probably uh, keeping the same team as it is. Mm-hmm. The only difference would be to have Taylor as my first sub instead of Ailing, because cool. Ailing is playing against Man United, and I don't think I would like him there. Not looking good, are Yeah. So Taylor against Wolves is not that bad. Although I probably would wish Podenza to do his magic again. Exactly. So I would go for uh, Ryan against Sheffield United, although I don't think he's going to play. I think now that um, Burnley has found pretty good um, replacement on Brighton. Sorry, yes. Uh, so, but still, if it doesn't play, McCarthy comes in with loads of saves against Man City. And two yeah. goals by Diaz and KDB conceded. I've got Man City and Man United. Uh, so, yeah, uh, yeah. my goalkeeper's decision's hard. I think I might go with Leeds against Man United. But we'll see. Um, and then my defence is going to be still Diaz, Chilwell, Robertson, and then Son, yeah. KDB, Grealish, Podenza, Adams, yeah. Bamford, and captaincy, Kane. Captaincy on Kane? Yes. For some reason, I'm okay. very interested in tradition and in, in this really amazing yeah. run that Kane has against um, Leicester. After playing for them, yeah. Plus, I believe that Tottenham will concede, which means that uh, I don't want Son... I believe that Son is going to have. It's not going to get the clean sheet, and uh, I'm expecting a similar game to. Was it two years ago? The five five three, 
with the yeah, Vardy hat trick. Don't judge it by that. Completely different game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right at the end of the season, no one really. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Wembley. I, I, I remember it. Could happen. Could happen. So yeah, that's my team. Cool. I'm on. I think I'm on Salah for captain against Crystal Palace. Also got De Bruyne against Southampton and Grealish against West Brom. Um, so we could see West. Oh, sorry about that. We could see West Brom could be crumbling. So they could be a good choice for Grealish, but I think Salah's the safest choice against Crystal Palace right now. Um, it's one of those weeks where it's going to be a really split captaincy decision. Uh, my back line is probably going to be Robertson, Target and Rhys James when he comes in, uh, with Sufan as first bench against Chelsea. Meslier is probably in goal. Son, Grealish, Salah, De Bruyne, Bamford, Werner, Welbeck. I can't get, I can't get Werner out this week. I think he's going to have to come out next week because he's been terrible. You never know. He sure. might suddenly come out as as Mitrovic has for me <laughs> like, after scoring a goal finally. This is his last game week, let's face it. He's not going to be staying in my wildcard. He might be someone I get in for 19, but he will be a deliberate transfer in. I think I'd rather have Danny Ings. So, yeah, we'll see. Um... Should we just quickly run? I'll just quickly read through the watch this battle results. Uh, so we've got two weeks. It's a game week 12. I had out of Aerald, Grealish, and Wilson, who got 2 2 and 1, which got me a whopping five points. You had Fernandez, who didn't play, Barnes, who got a one pointer, and Enketia, who got a one pointer. So you got two points, I got five, <laughs> which means I claimed the victory in that one. Um, I got Enketia one, the wrong week. Yeah, exactly. Um, I had uh, Lindelof, Rafinha and Watkins. Like I said, I've got the one player that didn't actually get any points. Um, uh, Lindelof comes in with how many? Four points. Uh, and he's not on any... No, he's not. Yeah, so Lindelof, Rafinha and Watkins, which brings me up to a six-pointer for this game week, which is one better than last week. And you had Target for six points, Eze, who only got two points despite having a great game, and Haller, who got six points with a great goal. So 14 points for you in total, so you win this week's. So do we? Uh, why don't we add both of them, both weeks? And <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. That's not how that works. Do you want to choose yours this week? Do you want to quickly go for it on, on air? Uh, yes, I haven't thought of it, but we can do a quick one. Okay, uh, what have I got? I've got... I think I've got Maguire, Mount and Wilson. Hmm, interesting. There's also Villa playing West Brom, Brighton, Sheffield. Uh, Bergwin against Leicester is one of the ones I've got down because... Bergwin has so many good chances to score and missed this game week, and I think him and Son are going to get similar goal-scoring opportunities against Leicester. Um, and Liverpool against Palace. So I might help you out and let you have Mount. I don't want Mount. Don't worry. <laughs> he's he's not a player I like in, in FPL. He's a player that I really like watching, but he's not a player okay. I like in FPL. Yeah, since you said about Mount, I will go with uh, Neves. Okay. For midfield. Neves. Uh, although I hate going for the pop with the you know the big hits. Uh, 
He's Ruben a, Neves against Wolves. Uh, against Wolves. Burnley, yeah. Against Burnley. Okay, he's a central defensive midfielder. Did I say uh, I don't Neto, know. Neto, Neto? Sorry, sorry. Oh, tonight is not a good night for me. Yes, obviously I meant Neto. Okay, uh, good. And so it's kind of cover, uh, covering all my attacking threat for Wolves. I've got Podence in my team, Neto in the battles, and I'm, I feel fine. Um, oh. I will go for Ollie Watkins, because I uh -huh. haven't got him for some while now. And uh, against West Brom, I think he's going to feel quite comfortable. He knew them from last year. Mm -hmm. And uh, defensively, that's a tricky one. Did you did you have Maguire in mind against Leeds? I did, but since the clean sheet didn't work today, I don't like him, and I don't. I think that Leeds is going to score more probably than Sheffield were today. Fair. So no, of course we're we're all talking about those headers. Uh, it makes sense, but yeah, I'm fine without. I'm fine without him. Okay. So I need to find a defender, is that right? And Yeah, uh, Brighton, Sheffield, uh, Liverpool, Palace, uh, yeah, Chelsea, West Ham, uh, Newcastle, Fulham. Everton, Arsenal. Oh, no, but I wouldn't go with an Everton one. Um, neither an Arsenal one for this game week. I, yeah, the Chelsea ones are very interesting. I see what you mean. I've got a Villa one already, so I wouldn't go for that. True. Okay, I will go with Fernandez until he plays. No, I can't have him. <laughs> Second game week. Ah, uh, yeah. Ah, uh, no, you chose him two game weeks ago. In theory, you can choose Fernandez, and he did play this game week. Okay, so it is possible. No, I will go with Lamptey. Lamptey, good choice. Yeah. Looks great. He looks so good. It's mad. Cool. That's us. That is it. So, right. The best of luck for everyone. Yeah. I mean, next podcast will be released on Tuesday next week. Yes. Uh,. And we'll, yeah, we'll record it on Monday, hopefully, maybe even Sunday evening. So, yeah, we'll get it to you as soon as we can. Stay tuned. Stay safe. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Good luck, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. Uso Radio.